Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. Sorry we're delayed, but we're here. You know what? I realized our schedule's been funky because we do green room on Tuesdays now. But the reality is, no matter what is going on with our schedule, you will get two episodes <laughs> on our main feed a week. Yeah. No matter what. So I agree. So let's start off with some happy news. Britney Spears announced that she's pregnant. I saw that. So she posted uh, an Instagram post today. Uh, and she basically um, said her fiance had been joking that she was food pregnant. I don't really know what that is. Like a food baby? Does that mean she had a little poofy stomach because she was eating a lot of food? I have no idea. Uh, so she went and got a pregnancy test because of that. Because she had been losing weight, I guess, and then all of a sudden she was gaining weight. But she's on vacation, so that, that can happens. happen. Um, but no, the pregnancy came back. The pregnancy came test came back positive. She also said that they'd be happy if it it's twins. So I don't know if twins run in her family <laughs> or were they doing, I don't know anything. Cause sometimes if you're doing in vitro, you can have uh, twins easily. Right. Well, she wanted to have another baby. So I'm very yeah. happy for her. Yes. So yeah, I mean, that's the happy news. Now I'm trying to like figure out how I want to space these stories. This is not really an important news, but I needed to talk about it for at least one minute and that is the fact that today a story was released. A politician in the UK had to apologize for getting the number of people who died in the Grenfell Tower fire wrong. And that guy's name is Lord Pickles. No, no, it's not. Yes, it no. is. <laughs> Wait. I need to know. <laughs> okay. Lord Pickles? Lord Pickles. What's going- That's his real name. What and is look Lord? what he looks like. Oh, he he kind of looks like stop Lord it. Pickles. He looks like Lord Pickles. <laughs> Can you imagine your name is Lord Pickles? This is why I love the UK. I was just going to (laughs) say. I need to go there. This is why, because everything in the UK is named something absurd. And that's why I love it. And it's like, how do you take that person seriously? I'm sorry. (laughs) But it's just like, it has to be a hard thing to like deal with your whole life, trying to be taken seriously. Uh, Your name is Lord Pickles. You know it sounds like a joke, like you're a... um, you're a mascot for a pickle company. <laughs> you just picture uh, a, a pickle with like Lord wear on, like a crown and like royal whatever garb. <laughs> it sounds like a villain from Candyland. <laughs> yes. Don't get caught in the pickle brine swamp. <laughs> Lord Pickles. What is Lord Licorice, right? Well, Lord Licorice is the like horny oh, Candyland. That's how you interpret it. <laughs> very horny because he has like a captain hook look right yeah he's got like he wears like red tights and anyone who wears red tights is very horny yes that's a sign um so anyway shout out to lord pickles um 
He might be uh, an asshole. I have no idea what his political We're leanings are. We're only commenting on his name. Uh, yeah, I have no idea anything about him except for uh, his I would love to be Lady name. Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Uh, so while we're in the UK, I'll hit this other UK story. So apparently, Tina Brown, if you were alive in the 90s, <laughs> we all know Tina Brown. She was like one of the biggest magazine editors during the 90s and I guess 2000s. I think she was an, originally at Harper's and then she was at Vanity Fair. Do you remember Tina Brown? Uh, she's writing a new book. It is about the royal family, and it hits on Prince Andrew and his relationship with um, Jeffrey Epstein. So in the book, she says that Epstein would tell people that Andrew was an idiot, but to him, a useful one. And Tina Brown... uh, So yeah, Jeffrey Epstein walked around calling Prince Andrew an idiot. Um, Tina Brown said that Epstein confided to a friend that he used to fly the Duke of York to obscure foreign markets where governments were obliged to receive him, and he would go along as his investment uh, advisor on these trips. Now, as we all, I like how it says, Epstein died behind bars in 2019. (laughs) It's like, that's glossing it over slightly. (laughs) So as we all know, I mean, this is a very famous, one of the most famous Epstein relationships Uh, As far as like a famous person goes, um, Andrew has been stripped of his uh, military and royal titles uh, due to this scandal. There is still a lawsuit suit going on that was filed by Virginia Guffrey, who is 38 now. Uh, She talks, she said that Epstein made her have, quote, disgusting sex with Prince Andrew uh, three times. And he obviously uh, denies these claims. Uh, What a a fucked up... I'm like this book because it does sound like she goes after Prince Andrew a lot. She said he had, he thought he had joined the big time going on Epstein's plane, seeing all the girls and the The, glitter New York world. The big time. He's a prince. I know. Well, according, he liked the idea that he was like a man, not dependent on his mom's purse strings. What a loser. Uh, And that they had this pecking order at the palace, so he was obviously not Prince Charles. And they, Tina Brown says, Prince Andrew. No, he wasn't Prince Charles. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't like the lead. He's like the second banana, right? Yeah. (laughs) Second (laughs) banana. Is that a term? Yeah, that's the official royal hierarchy. <laughs> never heard He's Lord this. Lord Banana. I've never heard second banana. Second banana? Did I just make that up? What is that? Second banana? Where did I even bring up banana? That made so much sense in my head. Is that real? Don't at me. It's real now. No, that's what this episode's going to be called. I uh, so, and and in the book, they describe Prince Andrew as an oversexed, as oversexed as a boob, uh, oogling, ogling, ogling. <laughs> adolescent. Okay, wait, Desi, where is this from, and what is the name of the book? Um, this is from the New York Post. The book that's coming out by Tina Brown is called The Palace Papers Inside the House of Windsor, The Truth and the Turmoil. It's coming out later this uh, month. So there you go. Another big release this week or in the past week, I guess it was last week, uh, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer was dropped. Uh, Rachel doesn't watch it necessarily, but obviously we all know last season was 
very Erica Jane centric. It was all about her, the aftermath of her scandal with um, her husband, Tom Girardi, and how they stole all the money from uh, his, the victims that he represented in various lawsuits. So in the trailer, it's quite juicy. Um, Jane, Erica is back. She's still feuding with Crystal Minkoff, who is another housewife. They get into a fight in the trailer about this embezzlement of Tom Girardi. Um, and Erica says to her, screams at her, you want to be on the side of the victims because you think it's cool. <laughs> and Minkoff says, I don't think it's cool. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe she said that. That's incredible. And she's like, I don't give a fuck about anybody else but me as Kyle Richards and Sutton uh, both look stunned while they're watching her. Um, Garcelle and Erica Jane are also no longer talking. They have unfollowed each other on Instagram. At some point in the trailer, Erica Jane asks Garcelle whether she is trying to make Erica look bad or is that out of genuine concern? And Garcelle says, I don't have to make you look bad. You can do that all on your own. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good, uh, that's a good line. That's a good line for her intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and then the trailer ends, something goes down between, okay, oh, we also hit on Dorit's um, home invasion. She's crying over that. Lisa is also upset because during the filming, her mom, Lois, died, who we'll probably cover at some point because she has a connection to a Bay Area serial killer. Uh, so that will be a juicy story. And then there's some drama between Kathy Hilton and um, Kyle Richards. So they have something, and the trailer ends with Kathy locked out of a um, ski resort, oh, banging no. on the front window, and no one will let her in. So we don't know <laughs> what that's about, but we like Kathy, uh, and I think most people do. So it's sad to see her locked out, just banging. She looks like the Ikea monkey. <laughs> Staring into the glass in her snow snowsuit. <laughs> um, this is a very weird story that I saw when I Googled cat news. By the way, no good food news this week. Oh, no. There were some things like you can eat, what are those animals called? Capoeiras or whatever, you those cute little... Them? You can eat them over Lent because they're uh, aquatic animals. Who so I guess on Lent... A Lent, you can only eat fish or something. That's why they invented the fish fillet, right? Yes. So <laughs> they did invent the fish fillet so people could eat that over Lent. And now they're saying you can also eat carabiras, whatever Copy they're berries. Copybaras and beavers. <laughs> Wait, beavers? Because <laughs> they're considered eat- aquatic animals. Can you eat pussy? Of course. That's kosher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I was going to do that story, but I was like, ah, eh, no one cares. And then there was also something where people were getting sick from eating Lucky Charms, but there was no evidence, but there were some Reddit groups. It didn't really seem well, uh, to much be much. how much were they eating? I have no idea. Do you like Lucky Charms? I do. I don't yeah. like them with milk. I just like to eat them like out of the bag. I like the marshmallows, but I don't really care for the cereal aspect. I like it together. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, like I was it. never a Lucky Charms fan. Okay. So there was a cat news though. So... Jemima Kirk, who's an actress from Girls, she is one of the four main girls from uh, that show. She lives in Red Hook, Brooklyn, and her cat escaped um, her house. Like, it got out. She's very active on uh, Next Door. Don't you think that's weird? That's, that's really <laughs> like a sort of celebrity is sort of active on Next Door. 
Um, so she is always on next door. And then apparently she made a post, her cat, Mr. Chips had snuck out of the house while she says, whilst a new nanny left the door front door ajar for a few seconds too long. So Mr. Chips, uh, saw that the door was open. He ran outside. Um, the nanny went to get him and he clawed at her and wouldn't follow her home. So she, at some point, someone took Mr. Chips into their home, but Jemima was unable to get in contact with this person because uh, the phone number was given to her by a third party and there was a digit off. Um, So she was convinced this person stole the cat. Oh, no. Now, two days later, she's like, well, maybe I'll look at my missed calls list to see if someone called. So this person was like, yeah, uh, you never called me back. You could have checked your missed call list days ago. And your cat your cat was uh, being really bad, and I let him out. <gasps> so she let the cat back out. The person who took the cat. Yes. She just let the cat back out, and now they can't find him. So if you're in Red Hook, Brooklyn, look for this cat. Uh, everyone seems a little um, bad cat owners or caretakers. Wait, well, what does the cat look like? It doesn't say. Well, that would be helpful for people to well, locate just Mr. go Chips. on next door. No, well, they can't, they can't <laughs> go, on, go next on next door. Yeah, why don't they have a picture of the cat? That's like the most pressing uh, aspect I of it. I bet a different news outlet would post a picture. Not curbed. Is that curbed? Mr. Chips, Jemima, Kirk, Kirk cat. Well, I'm sure she doesn't have a son named Mr. Chips. Uh, yeah, I'm not. It's like he maybe maybe Lord Pickles took. <laughs> I don't see. I can't find it. How does she? I actually did look for her Instagram. She doesn't have one. Uh, so well, I hope she finds her. I cat. hope Mr. Chips is returned, or he finds a nice house where they they spoil him. Yeah. Uh, either way. Okay. So this is not exactly a news story, but this article is so dumb. Uh, our friend Cara Berry posted about it a few days ago and I was like, okay, I'll click it. And I started reading it (laughs) and it kept getting more and more absurd. Uh, and I was like, okay, now I know why this is the best article she's ever read. What is it? So this is about a People Magazine article about Ryan Cabrera, (gasps) who we all remember from the early aughts. (laughs) Was he with Ashley Simpson? He was, he was Ashley okay. Simpson's boyfriend. He w- he became famous by being Ashley Simpson's boyfriend, and I think he had a music career of his own, and I'm not quite sure how that came about or took off or what happened with it. I used to watch the Ashley Simpson reality show. So he's mainly on that. From what I remember, they would bring him around and be like, here's Ashley's... like." cool rocker boyfriend and then you'd hear his music and it was like the lamest strummy guitar music you've ever heard in your life okay well he's much older now well yeah (laughs) it's been a while and he i think at least like it's not like anyone i ever wanted to bang but he had like a little cute look to him back in the day he definitely had uh like i feel like teenage girls liked him but now he's definitely Oh, his whoa. look, he, he aged not too well, in my opinion. He looks like a blonde Jersey Shore. He's like 38, but he looks like he looks like someone who's almost 50 trying to look 38, yeah. in my opinion. And it could just be his style is it's really not bad. A good look. look, he's still he this is a man who has never just let his hair relax. He has always had some kind of extreme product in it. And judging by this picture you showed me, it looks like he's moved on from 
like a hard gel to like a lot of mousse and hairspray. His hair is like Max Hadrome. It's like really tall. And fluffy. Or who's that guy who had the glasses and the tall and he was like maybe Doritos, like a mascot for Doritos, Doritos or something? <laughs> I can't remember. Some some brand mascot in like the late 90s, early 2000s I'm thinking of. Anyway, he married Alexa Bliss, who is a WWE wrestler star. And they... They had a very untraditional wedding, according to them, uh, and they're really proud of it. Ryan said to people, our wedding has been self-deemed the shit show. So, <laughs> so they exchanged uh, vows in Palm Desert. Two weeks before the big day, the couple sat down with people to give them all the details about their wedding, which Bliss made sure she described as very non-traditional and rock star themed. It's very Ugh. us, Cabrera said. The whole thing's meant to just bring out our personalities, and we are far from just normal. You know when people can't stop talking about how weird and off... Like, th- th- this is those people. It's like, no, you're as basic as they fucking come. Like, both of you. It's fine. Just, Just... Be basic. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. So they started planning their wedding the moment they got engaged in November of 2020. Um, they fell in love with the venue while they were glamping near Joshua Tree. <laughs> this article, by the way, I'm not going to read it all. It's like 10,000 words long because it's like these people want all the press they can get and they give ex- people exclusive every fucking detail um, about their wedding. From the moment their guest arrived, they were given uh, champagne as they walked in the door. And instead of a flower girl tossing flowers out, they handed um, their guest shots. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Their family walked down the aisle to um, Walk of the Earth's version of Tina Turner's The Best. What the fuck is Walk of the Off the Earth? Uh, And then the bridal and groom party, which was 16 men and women, followed by walking down to eye to eye from a goofy movie which is one of um Bliss's favorite movies. Do you know that song? <laughs> I do. But and only, then oh, <laughs> but only because of Tevin Campbell. <laughs> he did the he did he played Powerline in a goofy movie. Oh. So he did that song. Okay. So Rachel's like I got fingered to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I actually never I I I wasn't into a goofy movie. People as a love kid. that movie. They fucking people my age love a goofy movie, but I was not into it as a kid. I feel like I was like nine when it came out, but I felt like I was too old for it. Yeah. Uh Bliss walked down the um aisle to Cabrera's song Worth It, which he wrote for his proposal. So that's what she walked down. Um, he said, I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to get through this because it's such an emotional song. I don't think she understands because we were talking about doing our vows and I was like, maybe we should do it in private because I cry a lot. I can't help it. I'm that guy. It's what it is. I'm emotional. So it's going to be waterworks. It's like, yeah, you need attention too. <laughs> um, there, her, um, his, his vows came to him in a dream. He said it was about 4 a.m. I had a dream about me reading my vows to her, and I was uncontrollably crying, but I was reading the vows, and I was like, oh, that's good stuff. So I woke up and wrote it all down. Was it like, I really got to pee. I can't find a toilet. (laughs) I'll probably be tweaking up there up until the day of, but that was just the writer in me. Or Uh. I may just scratch it and go improv. (laughs) Bliss said she wants to read her her vows first because I'm not a writer. I don't want to follow his. (laughs) 
And Bliss wore a custom dress by designer Netta Benshabu and blush. So very non-traditional, according it was to her. Blush. It was blush. And the top is a corset bodice. It has a drapey sleeves and applique on it. Um, the bottom has four different layers of tulle. It's a very long train and it's fairy tale-esque. Now she said the way she found this designer to make her dress was really, quote, coincidental. <laughs> she <laughs> she she found this designer she liked on Instagram. And then a few days later, Ryan said, hey, I set you up an appointment with this boutique and they have a new designer they want you to work with. And it was the same designer. Oh, oh my God. See, coincidental. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, you know, Bliss showed up. She had a snowball of ideas, she said. See, she makes up (laughs) old sayings too. Um, one of her bridesmaids made her her garter from blue lace from one of her dresses. So that's also something borrowed. Um, and she didn't use a veil because she's uh, untraditional. She did a Swarovski headpiece on the back of her head, which was half up and half done, uh, half so, down. So far, none of this sounds that weird. This First of all, everyone does weird or untraditional, quote, unquote, weddings now. Very few people have super traditional weddings nowadays. I feel like... Everyone knows that you're allowed to put your own spin on things now. No one cares. But as for their guests, what did they think they want the guests to wear? Well, they told, the, they told them that the dress code was, what would Harry Styles do? Come on. So, and that goes for male, female, what would Harry Styles wear? One of my cousins is wearing a Pac-Man suit. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. I don't, I don't think Harry Styles would wear that. I think... I, like I think Harry Styles has his own whatever style. Yeah, but I don't think he would wear a Pac-Man suit. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds gross. It's like, it's like that guy who has all the question marks on his suit. Yeah, that guy who sells. I know. Things. I know the commercial guy. Yeah, it's like something the Riddler would 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 wear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they had people flying in from Dubai and Ohio. They just know people <laughs> all over the world. <laughs> Their guests are are a real melting pot, they said. Um, Cabrera and Bliss planned a week of events leading up to their wedding, including a boat day, a Cabrera classic golf tournament, and a rehearsal dinner featuring the original Taco Man and a magician bartender from Magic and Cocktails. Wait a minute. A magician bartender? Yeah. So what was... (laughs) I have no idea. I guess he has drinks that look like they have dry ice in them, so they have smoke or something. (laughs) The night before the wedding... They got their quality time in. We're not separating the night before because we have to get up really early. So wedding night, babe, we're partying. You're not going to get any no action that night, so you better get it the night before. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm partying hard before the ceremony. I would be shocked if I don't end up in that lake. I like that he's admitting that he's going to have whiskey dick on his wedding night. Yeah. To People Magazine. Um, they got the party started at cocktail hour where they had games like cornhole. <laughs> What is so cornhole? Far. Again, you know, cornhole. Is that where you throw something? It's like where you throw the... Uh, look, I only learned about cornhole as an adult, but it's where you throw that little bean bag into the wooden okay. hole, that yes. thing. Yes. But why is it corn? I don't know. Um, they also had a tequila bar and a margarita bike. So I don't... Is that where you get drunk <laughs> and drive a bike and injure yourself? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, guests at the reception needed to show their backstage pass to get in, um, to have this tequila bar. They also had a vodka bar, a Jameson whiskey bar, a wine and beer bar featuring 
Bonita Bonita wine created by one of their friends, Nikki and Brie, Brie Bella. <laughs> Nikki and Brie Bella. <laughs> they had two of their favorite food trucks too, heavy-handed burgers and fries and Yamashiro Japanese. Uh, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, he said, we wanted to be more laid back, so we didn't want to have a chicken or steak dinner. That's not really us. <laughs> Again, once again, I think people in this era are getting a lot more creative with their wedding food. They also had Gastro Garage come and they made pizzas, get this, made by Blowtorch. (laughs) So dangerous. Honestly, not interested because they probably taste like propane. Um, Cabrera joked, they have their own area because of the fire. And my hair, you don't want me around that thing. Uh, Do we? (laughs) They also had Ben and Jerry's ice cream, uh, the flavors, brownie brittle, popcorn by Cookie and Candy Pop, and a candy bar by Candy Vixen. Instead of a wedding cake, they each sabered a bottle of champagne. (laughs) We're going to toast. It's really about the celebration of the moment, saying that we're married now, so we're going to pop the champagne. I don't know. What the the hell is say? Oh, that's where you hit the cork with a knife or something, right? To open it? I don't know. These people are so irritating. Anyway, I can't wait for their divorce. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's all my stories. I just had to go through this article a bit. There's way more. So if you want to Google it, it's pretty fun read. I love Um, it. Okay. So we'll take a break and get back to Rachel's meal. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals, and during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi. As I already told you, I've been embarking on a binge rewatch of one of the most outrageous reality series of all time, and that is America's Next Top Model. I know. I'm jealous. I, I'm going to start watching. Please. You have to tell me where you are, and I will uh, watch with you. Okay, please. I just started season four. Now, I, to- I was telling Desi earlier that I had watched America's Next Top Model when it was on. I watched the first three seasons, and then after that, I watched sporadically whenever it was like on TV. I didn't right. like, necessarily see the rest of the seasons in order or in, in full. But I decided I, I, was, I was inspired by that article that came out recently about the former contestant who was fucked over... Because she had a, she was a sex worker. Because she was a sex worker, and they took away her title. Like but we they, never knew that. But we didn't know that. But right. she originally won. Anyway, the point is, this inspired us to do an entire month down the pike dedicated to America's Next Top Model and Associates of America's Next Top Model. It's not even that far down the pike. It's May. It's May. It's gonna, <laughs> That's only a few weeks. It's going to be it's going to be May. It's going to be May. <laughs> We're going to do Model May. Yeah. I'm really excited about it because I already have a ton of stuff I want to talk about. Yes. Look, if you never watched America's Next Top Model, you you got to. It it is a pure time capsule to the Wild West era of reality TV. You cannot believe it. Even what we were saying, even when the show was on the air, we couldn't believe how mean it was. This show would generate more think pieces (laughs) if it aired now than any other entity in the world. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I mean, there is so much to talk about. Obviously, we'll save a lot of that for May, but I'm like... I'm I I forgot how addictive the show is. It's so good. Okay, I'm excited. It, you, yeah, I just started season four. So okay, so pick it I, up. I mean, when you told me you were watching it, I said to you before that I went to look and see because I couldn't remember where I stopped. Yeah, and I had gotten much further <laughs> than I had thought <laughs> because those seasons are short. Yeah, and then they they air much more frequently. It's like some reality shows don't have like a, a schedule like TV does. Right. It's like they'll have two. Like that's why Bachelor is like season fifty five or something because it's like right. they have multiple seasons per year sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so I had I think I had gotten a. I think I thought I had gotten to season nine or ten, and I had I was like up to like maybe twelve. Oh, and by the way, I'm, I know it's cycle cycle four. Oh, cycle right, right, five. right. Sorry, cycle. before yeah. anyone corrects me. Yes, I know you're that. right. I know cycle. <laughs> Why was that even? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because that was a thought out. It was very word. thought out. Uh, uh, were they trying to be like highbrow? I don't know what they were trying to do with that, but I'm really uh, happy for myself that I have so much amazing TV ahead of me still. I'm excited because I will enjoy rewatching because yeah. I've, com- I've forgotten. And then obviously uh, with today's lens, looking back, those oh. things will be even more outrageous. 
And I'm also looking forward to the seasons I didn't watch because yeah. I know that they bring men in at some point, right. right? I think so. What's funny is because in rewatching the first three seasons, there were all these moments that I had totally forgotten about but remembered when they happened, like Shandy cheating on her boyfriend in season two. <laughs> and she's Shandy. on the... Do you remember Shandy? Yes, I, I do. I, that was Shandy and Joanna, right? Yes. <laughs> I loved Shandy. I thought she I, she was my favorite. She was my I favorite, think. and I really wanted her to win. Uh, I wasn't a fan of Joanna's, but I really liked Shandy because she was just this like weirdo, raver, DJ, nerd girl. Yes. And I really liked her, and she cheated on her boyfriend in Milan, and they record... Of course, they record the phone conversation, and the boyfriend is in hysterics. And he's like, you had sex? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's what he said. Because they always have these country boyfriends at home. (laughs) And we're like, see, I knew it. You went off to the big city. (laughs) You fucked some photographer in Milan. It was just, and like, oh God, what a season. And like, I had forgotten like how chaotic Adrian was in the first season. See, I never watched the first season. That's like, other than the ones that aired after my viewing. Right. I started season with season two. Right. Because season one was on like VH1 or something. No, it was UPN. No, season one was different. Season one, it's it used to be on UPN, and then when UPN dissolved, or it was on CW, it was on CW. But okay. then they started airing reruns on. VH1, okay, there was something I where I, I thought season one was on a completely different channel. No, but it definitely you know how first seasons of stuff, it's just like it's kind of like the first season of Melrose Place. <laughs> it's like a different entity. <laughs> yeah, it's like a different entity. Even though season one of you should do a rewatch of it, or you should watch it. I'm gonna. It, it is crazy. It's still crazy, season one. No, I'm going to watch it, and I might pound through the first three seasons, but I want to catch up with you, and you're so fast. Dude, I've... Look. You're too I, fast. You I, need to take a breather. I'll take a breather. But so I can catch up. It's going to be hard, because Brendan just left to go to work in Montana, so now I have unlimited time to watch this, <laughs> because I'd have to take a break at some points when he's like, I can't watch Me. this show. Where's the episode, your main episode this week? Oh. <laughs> I know you've watched 40 episodes of Top Model. Yeah. If my main episode is late this week, that's why. No, it won't be late. It won't be late. I promise. I I worked. You know what? I spent a good two hours today doing my main episode. Okay. I'm just holding myself accountable. And tomorrow, even though we have a big night tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. I'm also going to work tomorrow. Great. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) What else are you? Anything else? Watching Severance, oh, yeah, I excellent that. finale. It was really ha- how okay. How did you feel about the finale with no spoilers? I'm only giving spoilers. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, I thought the finale was good. I think it should have happened way early. It took a <laughs> long time to get there. Yeah, uh, that's my only complaint. But yeah, it's good. I liked it. I uh, I wasn't surprised by a lot of the reveals though. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Some people seemed more shocked, and I was like, "Really?" I but read the Reddit boards, me too. So that's why I wasn't as shocked because the Reddit boards had suspected a major thing that was revealed in the finale. Yeah, and you know, sometimes those people's fan theories, you can tell which ones are like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, it, it just makes sense to you. It's not like they know; they're yeah. just also guessing, right? Um, but yeah, so when that main reveal, which I'm sure we're talking about the same one, yes, we are. Uh, I was just like, oh yeah, 
I mean, that we knew that, that. wasn't, a, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a huge shocker to me, but there were, it was still, I felt like Ben Stiller directed the episode. I thought he did a really good job building the tension. Like I was tense throughout the whole episode. I thought it was great. Yeah, I liked it. I also liked it. I started, I attempted to start watching a new show because now I'm like, well, it's this amount of time. Like I have like, you know, a week and a half till Better Call Saul comes back. So I have like no TV to watch. So I started watching the newsroom. <laughs> I stopped watching the newsroom. Yeah, I watched like one episode maybe I watched, or two. I can't remember. I watched about four episodes with Brendan and he was like into it. And I was like, I literally don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. And you know what else? I know people like Aaron Sorkin. I realized this is how dumb I am. I like my brain can't process that much dialogue at once. It's too much for me. I think the thing with Aaron Sorkin is he can be compulsively watchable, even though I don't enjoy it really sometimes. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I liked the social network. Didn't he write that? Yes. And Fincher direct, but I love see, Fincher. Fincher, see, that's the key, though. That's the key. Someone else coming in yeah. and directing or I, taking over. I love David Fincher, and I'm not a Aaron Sorkin stan, but I like the social network. This, I just, well, first of all, this is also a me problem. I can't watch Jeff Daniels without thinking about him having explosive diarrhea in Dumb oh, yeah. and Dumber. I like him. Which I love Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> to me, that's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jeff Daniels. I, I don't do have too. that problem. But like I, I can watch him for sure. I like him, but I still I was like I wish I was watching Dumb and Dumber right now. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I don't know. And then I got It's to, a famously bad show. Well, but how come it got so many awards and people seemed to like it when it was on? I really I don't I, think many people like that show. I thought people liked it when it was on and they raved about it when it was on and then in hindsight, like a few years later, they're like this show was terrible. Oh. That's I mean, what I, I have I no idea. Because I always thought people were like this show is sucks cuz there was like very laughable um, moments. Well, the one laughable moment that I had only seen passed around as a viral clip on Twitter, which I saw, I witnessed the other night watching the episode, is when some of the journalists or whatever people at the network are trapped on the tarmac on a plane. Oh, right. And <laughs> the news is about to break that Osama bin Laden right. has been assassinated. And these little nerds on the plane want to break this or so bummed they can't be in the newsroom to break the story. So nerd number one fucking almost assaults the flight attendant and the pilot comes out and he's like, sir, I thought you should know Osama bin Laden has been assassinated. (laughs) And the pilot like wells up with tears and he's like, wow, that's amazing. And then the whole plane claps and he's like, we broke the news. We broke the news. I mean, I also kind of like that show Studio 60 because it's very bad, yeah. but it's so over-the-top corny. Yeah. Uh, and everyone is so, I don't know what the right, sincere. Yeah, it's so sincere. And I was like, no one in, no one exists like that in real life. Like, I've never met someone like that in real life yeah. that that's sincere. I mean, I watched every episode of West Wing. That was like a binge I did one time because it, oops, oops you can get into the stories, even though it's so fucking corny and over the top. Yeah. Like I did get into that one. That's probably the most, um, 
likable of his shows in a way. Or I the most tried popular. to watch The West Wing too, and I couldn't get into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just couldn't get into it. I feel like you either love or hate Aaron Sorkin. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I never think about the guy. I just think it's like, oh, I don't think his shows were for me. Yeah, I mean, but, the topics are definitely. He always wants to get some moral, moralistic type, you know, preening and which I don't have a problem with if it's done in an entertaining way. But all of his characters seem like stand-ins for him yeah, in a way. That's my and that's problem. sort of what's annoying about them. Right. But I can enjoy the annoyingness sometimes. If With Newsroom, good. I couldn't quite enjoy it enough yeah. to watch it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I do want to see his Lucy movie, too, because I've heard it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the reason it's not for me is because I think about all the shows that I do love that, like... I'm become obsessed with and it's like, oh, they're all soaps like Melrose Place and Nip Tuck. I actually don't like good main characters. I like them to be very fucked up. Me too. And messed up and like not necessarily good people. Uh, Me too. That's fine for me. Uh, So that's, that's why I tend not to like his shows, but I guess if I'm in the right mode, I'll watch it. Yeah. Cause the West Wing got a little soapy where I could kind of get into it. I want to see bad fucked up people getting into horrible situations. Yeah. That's, that's what I my watch. ideal situation. Yeah. That's just the kind of TV I like. Or models <laughs> getting judged by Tyra. Oh my God. Oh no, my I mean, God. and that's why we both like reality TV because it's yeah. very similar uh, vibe. Right. So that's what I'm watching. Should we move on to food? Absolutely. Okay. Now, as promised, I will go over point by point what I ate, At my birthday dinner last week in Las Vegas, I went to Bobby Flay's relatively new restaurant, Amalfi, at Caesar's Palace. Mm -hmm. I think this is my second time eating at Caesar's Palace. I went to Rayo's before. I'm pretty sure that's at Caesar's. It might be at the Venetian. What is it? Rayo's. You know the guy who makes the pasta sauce? Sometimes you see it in the grocery store. Oh, I didn't know it was said that way. I pronounced I it, was, it Rouse for a very long time. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, it's, it's Rayo's? <laughs> yes, because when I called them a few years ago to make that reservation, they're like, this is Rayo's. I was like, what? I can't believe this is like <laughs> shocking news to me because I thought it was Rouse to Believe too. me. My mind was Rayo's? <laughs> I would never have guessed that. Okay. <laughs> my mind was blown too. Anyway, so uh, my brother, Nikki surprised us uh he flew in <laughs> for the night <laughs> to come to look he he balled out of control nice showed up to our to my birthday dinner and immediately we're like we're gonna pig out it's gonna be great and the first thing we had for appetizers was we had the like seafood fritti so it's like fried fried seafood all kinds of seafood. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say we had fried calamari, but there was like some shrimps in there too. Ooh, nice. And some oysters. Okay. It was really good. Yeah. It was done in the exact way that I like it, where it's not breaded. It's very thin, light batter. Yeah. And it's just very... Crunchy. Crunchy and not oily. It's, you know... the Yeah, you know, I know. You exactly. know when you get like really good calamari... It's not overcooked or chewy. It's, it's not just, chewy. Yeah. It's like perfectly done. It's like juicy inside, but very crispy and not like greasy. Yeah. It was great. And that came, of course, it, with like, 
you know, it wasn't with marinara sauce. It was with like some kind of um, relish, you know, Ooh. or pesto, yeah. like some kind of Bobby Flay Mediterranean Mediterranean pest green pesto that he and some aioli or whatever. Salsa verde. Yeah, it was like totally like a salsa verde on the yeah, side. That it, sounds good. It was really good. And then we got a salad that was burrata with persimmons. Ooh, yum. And like a balsamic drizzle. Mm-hmm. It was real, and like some hazelnuts. Mm, yum. It was really good. And we got it because there was like cinnamon somewhere in it. And Brendan loves cinnamon. Aww. So everyone at the table was like, that's your salad. Yeah. We know you love cinnamon. That's so cute. I know. <laughs> cinnamon. He loves cinnamon. <laughs> it's his favorite spice. Whenever I'm like making chili or something, he's always like, you're going to put some cinnamon in there. He always That's wants so to, cute. He loves it. Okay. So we have to make him a cinnamon thing. He'd love that. If we made him like cinnamon rolls yeah. or anything with cinnamon in it. Um, so then we had, uh, what did we, and then we had some pastas. Okay. So the pasta that I am, cause obviously I look at menus of restaurants I go to like a month in advance. Of course. Cause look, I've, we're going I've to, I've looked re- at that menu and I haven't even gone. <laughs> I was like, what is, what would I get? Yeah. Well, I think we should go back there. I got, we ordered the, the lemon crab spaghetti. Yum. And you know, I love a lemon spaghetti where it's like a lemony sauce, with like some lemon zest in it. And this also had like some Calabrian chilies because mm. it's Bobby Flay and mm-hmm. he loves chilies. And then it was topped with really delicious fresh crab meat. That sounds good. It was so good. There wasn't enough. I needed no, more. That because, sounds like I want a lot. Because the table, like we're like, oh, we're going to order it for the, you know, share the pastas. I'm like, well, how many pastas are we getting? Two? That's not enough for me. Yeah, and I want my own pasta, I wanted, all of it. Look, I should have just ordered my own. Yeah. But we also got... That's mine, and then we can share some others. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then we also got a squid ink fra diavolo. Yum. So that's like a spicy tomato-y sauce with seafood, and it was the squid ink pasta. I went to a restaurant once, and I I always think of the pasta I got, and it was a squid ink pasta, and it had a lobster butter Mm. with it, and it was like one of the best pastas I've ever had, but it might have had lemon too. It was Ooh. so good though, and I was just like, I always think of that pasta because I loved that lobster butter sauce. These big chunks of lobster in it, it was so good. Yeah, this had like lobster, shrimp, clams, and it was like a tagliatelle Ooh, pasta, yum. squid ink, really good. Then they have this like seafood corner where you can go and like pick out your seafood, and it's like all these giant fish on like in buckets or bu- like big buckets. things buckets it's like Not nice <laughs> sounds nice <laughs> i'm not describing it right it's like on things of ice it's like a little station like you can go over right. and like just see the fish and they're like all beautifully set up like it right. looks very beautiful so we all went over there and we picked out the fish we got a branzino we decided that's like a classic Italian. Italian. Let's do a fucking branzino. It came with like a lemon butter caper sauce on Yum. top. It was perfectly cooked. It was really delicious. Then we had some sides. We had an arugula salad and crispy potatoes. Ooh, yum. They had a side of crispy potatoes. Got so it. You know I had to get that. And these were very crispy. What were they though? Like chunk of potatoes, yeah, it was like, very brown. It was cubes of very crispy mm. brown potatoes. Were they in duck fat or something? I don't know, but they mm. were rich mm-hmm. and really good. And then for dessert, we had a warm date cake. Yum. With a caramel sauce. Love it. Oh, so good. 
And then we had Bobby's Sunday. Ooh. Bobby's got his own Sunday. And this Sunday was excellent. It was homemade pistachio gelato. Yum. With amarena cherries. Ugh, so they're those. Love those. If you don't know what they are, they're these dark, sweet cherries imported from Italy. And they're just very, and they're kind of, they're kind of soaked in a syrup. They're so good. They're I, w- I tried good. to buy them yesterday. Brendan was tipsy and he, all he kept saying was, did you try the cherries? Did you try the cherries? They're so good. They used to have them at Trader Joe's and then they stopped selling them and I was just they so upset. Did? Yes. They're really good. They're really good and it's, it was just nice to have them at Trader Joe's. And then it had a dark chocolate sauce on top mm. and some kind of like whipped cream crema. Oh, that sounds so good. It was the perfect Sunday. Yeah, I love it. It was so good. I love pistachio ice cream. Me too. And it was, it was the perfect amount of food, but I still could have eaten more. Yes. Like I really, I still could have eaten more. I think at the end of the, I think like at five in the morning or something, I went to Chick-fil-A because oh. that was like the only thing still open. Right. And obviously I was still awake. Might have been seven in the morning. Let's be honest. Yeah, so I went the to biscuits. I got a buttered biscuit. <laughs> this is like obviously like ten hours after the dinner, but I got like a buttered biscuit, and I got a then I got a chicken and a biscuit sandwich. Mm. It was okay. It wasn't as good as the spicy chicken sandwich I had a few hours later <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> at Chick-fil-A. They're, they do a good spicy chicken sandwich, I got to say. Chick-fil-A. Okay. Uh, now I want biscuits. Mm. Biscuits are so good. I love biscuits. <laughs> With honey? With honey. I, ha- I just, Dude, I took... You got to get that honey. They're like, do you want honey packets? I'm like, yes. Yes, I want honey. Of course and I, I do. Just find- you psycho. <laughs> Give me the honey. Laying in the hotel bed squirting honey all over this buttered biscuit. Yeah, they got to come up with a better way of honey than this, the ketchup packet. I hate It's those so packets. hard to get it all out and then it sticks all over where you tore it. Why? <laughs> Why? Do- I like the jam style where you take Why the lid off. Why don't they put ketchup in the same buckets that they put the jam and the barbecue sauce in? Yeah, those Why? are superior. Why? Yeah, and then you have a little thing to dip. Because I can't. And then where do I squirt this ketchup? On my wrapper? No, it's gross. I always have to squirt it on the yeah. wrapper, and no, it's annoying. I agree. I mean, so, I guess it's more probably cheaper. That's bullshit. Yeah. I don't believe it. Just give me a better... I think they're yeah. being mean. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm still thinking about that meal. I would love to go back there with you, because apparently Bobby sometimes makes an appearance at Ooh, the restaurant. We and need a, to get his schedule. We need to get his schedule. Uh, I asked... We Of course, like my brother was like... You know, we made friends with the waiter and he was like, tell us the, he was like, give us the tea on Bobby. We want to know, like, is he a dick? What's, was his, and she's like, no, no, he's very nice. He comes in here. He was just here a few weeks ago and he, he's a big scene whenever he comes in. Yeah. People won't take pictures with him. And then he, he cooks. Like he, he was explaining that Bobby owns the restaurant. So it's not just like a licensing thing. So, so he actually goes there and is like, how's it running? Yeah. Are the he, fish buckets clean? <laughs> So it's like the quality is there because it, he owns it. It's like right. it's not, it's not just, just his name on burger joint or something. Right. Like, yeah. Um, so it was very good. I'd love to go back there with you. Desi and I have a really exciting dinner planned for tomorrow night. Yes. And we also have a Passover to plan. Rachel sent me a text last night 
first of all, I was half asleep. I know. And I woke well, up and <laughs> I woke up in my screen, you know, it has like the text on it, even though I don't have that on for some reason, they were there because <laughs> I guess I needed the laugh. And it was like, we should make Pavlova or have a Sunday bar. <laughs> I was like, Sunday bar? Well, Where did that leap come from? Because <laughs> I was thinking, because Passover is tricky for desserts because you can't have bread. I was actually thinking, <laughs> this is how psychotic, because of course you said that to me, I was laughing at the Sunday bar. And then while I was falling asleep, I was like, oh, I bet you I could make a pie crust with matzah. Because I've made this really good lemon um, pie that had a saltine crust. Ooh. And I feel like matzah would be a good uh, substitute right. for that. So you do it like the graham cracker crust, but with saltine. So just add some salt to the matzah as well. Right. And it was this lemon curd um you know, base with like a pile of whipped cream on top. And it was such a good, and the salty crust was really just like a good combination. It's called like Atlantic beach pie. Right. Um, and it was really, really tasty. Um, so I was like, Oh, I could probably do that. I love thinking of like, how do we make desserts on Passover? It's fun. It is fun. And it's very, you can have a lot of bad, um, outcomes. I had a really bad outcome one year. Yeah. I get sick thinking of that. I, I don't know why I could taste that gross crumble. Oh, you, you remember the crumble? I didn't taste it, but the, I, I know exactly what happened. Oh do you know God. what I'm it saying? Like, I just know, cause I've also tried to do things like that, like on keto or like right. something like that. And you're just trying to recreate something. And it's just like, no, you need to completely just find something that's has no flour in it yeah. or whatever. That's why I thought a Sunday yeah, bar. Yeah. Sunday bar is good for like, sure. And that's easy. Yeah. We just need to, I mean, we could make a ganache or something if we wanted, but that would be the easy to do. Of course. You know? That's why you get extra with it. And we can get those cherries. See, we, we need do to do a Sunday, Sunday bar. bar. Okay. Let's, just for even, let's just do a Sunday bar. Although I would like to try to make a pavlova, but I we can do that too. for summer too. Here's the thing. I realized I'm going to be spending so much time. We're going to, if you come over and we cook together, we're going to be spending time making matzo balls. I got to have matzo balls. And I'm going to be spending time throughout the week making chicken stock. Yes. So we need to figure out, oh, we should get your brother to make brisket. I know. I've, I, we need, here's the thing. I'm going to start a group chat. It's okay. a Passover group chat with the three of us. Okay. Uh, Brendan can be in the chat if he wants, because I think he's coming back. If he back. wants to live vicariously. He, yeah. Because he's traveling. He'll be traveling, but he'll be coming back, I think. Anyway. On Friday? On Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or Thursday. Okay. I don't know. But he'll be back. So... We'll do a group chat and we'll figure out what we're going to make. And then we'll tell all of you lovely listeners about it next week. And we'll also tell you about our next mini, which will be more on track this week Yes, uh, with our episodes. We will tell you about um, our restaurant restaurant we're going to tomorrow for a belated um, birthday uh, dinner for just me and Rachel. It's just Just girls. It's just a girl's night. Just a girl's night night. out. (laughs) It is date night. I was like, what am I going to (laughs) wear? Okay, that's it. Yeah, is that it? I guess so. Okay. Bye. Bye.